0: This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, overseen by the elders of the Chipman Royal Church of Christ in Lee Summit, Missouri. Did you know that Christians are viewed as underdogs? If you look throughout the Bible, you'll find examples of those who very much were underdogs in their lifetime. Noah, building the ark for all those years, was an underdog, no one listened, but him and his family. Right, Joseph, who was sold by his own brothers, yet prospered because of God, was an underdog. We think about men like uh, other men like Daniel, who was an underdog. He found himself in the <coughs> den of lions. He wasn't supposed to survive, but he did. We think about men like Saul in the New Testament. Coming to Christ, making the gospel, and he was very much an underdog as Paul, as the Bible tells us, reveals that he wrote most of his letters from prison. Christ himself, in many ways, also was an underdog. He wasn't supposed to be successful, at least not in the eyes of the world. He wasn't wasn't supposed to convert thousands of people while on the earth, but he did. Everyone was supposed to reject him. Most did, but not all. The Christian is not supposed to be successful according to the world. One of my favorite movies is a boxing movie, and I think I gave this illustration at camp one year, I can't remember when or where exactly, I forget things, so if you've heard it before, you'll hear it again. But one of my favorite illustrations comes from a movie called Cinderella Man, it's about a boxer during the time period of the Great Depression. And he was a man by the name of uh, James J. Braddock. Uh, He was a boxer just before the the Depression hit. And when the Depression hit, he went to a slump and really almost disappeared from view entirely. Then, as time went on, his promoter came up to him and offered him a, a, a fight. He took it, which he wasn't supposed to take, he was supposed to lose. They viewed it as a throwaway fight, and he won the fight. His promoter came back and told him he wanted him to train again. His promoter had sold all his own possessions so that this man could train. A time period you can think about selling everything you have during the Great Depression, probably wasn't very much. But when you leave yourself with absolutely nothing during the depression, you're left with absolutely nothing. Right? Sometimes we hear people say, Well, I don't have anything. Well, no, he literally did not have anything. But Braddock would train, and over a course of time, he would fight his way back up to the top and reach the championship fight. And during that time, the media named him, gave him the name Cinderella Man, which sounds, as his wife said, at least in the movie, it sounded kind of girly, she said. But a Cinderella story is why they named him that, because a Cinderella story is a, a underdog that comes out of nowhere and wins big. And so they gave him the name Cinderella Man. And as he was preparing for the main fight, one of the promoters had arranged a dinner for him to go to. And at the same dinner in the same restaurant, his opponent was there also. So they go up, they meet one another, the media is there, and they're talking to one another. And then Max Bear, who was his opponent, knowing his name was Cinderella Man. <laughs> leans in and tells him, you need to stop. Take all the photos you want, but you need to stop. James Braddock looks at him and tells him, you need to stop telling my wife you're going to kill me. Because if you know anything about Max Bear, he actually killed two men in the ring in the process of fighting. He knocked them down, they didn't get back up. And so he very much could have killed him. In fact, one of the lines for their fight from one media source was, as good as murder is what they told everybody on the front page. And so they had this conversation there in front of everyone, and then Max Bear leans in and tells him, I'm not joking, people die in fairy tales all the time. He tells him that because of his nickname, the Cinderella Man. Now I won't ruin the rest of the movie for you, but he was very much an underdog. Christians are very much an underdog. We're not expected to do well. Yet we live in times that are confusing to say the least, and we are still, maybe not the rate we would like, still converting souls to Christ. We are still encouraging one another. See, one of the best things about a, about a underdog, I almost it's Cinderella, but an underdog story, as an underdog one of their classic traits is they never give up rocky balboa one, another one of my favorite movies he never gives up he gets beat to a pulp but he never gives up as christians we may falter at times but we cannot give up we may fall down but we cannot give up one of the greatest lines from another boxing movie as you can tell i'm a big boxing fan was it's not about um, you know how many hits you can take. It's about how many hits you can take and keep moving forward. And the idea was you're going to take the hits, but you keep moving forward. As a Christian, we're going to take a lot of hits. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to fail. We're going to fall short. But if we are following Christ, we can, when we make those mistakes, repent of those things and keep moving forward forward because when we lose is when we decide to give up it's when we decide to stop trying it's when we decide life is too hard and we fold up and we go home we will never get to heaven if we do that we'll never bring anyone to heaven with us if we do that so even though we as christians are a underdog story let us take one of the greatest traits of an underdog and never give up the Apostle Paul was placed in prison, I think at least in part with the idea that he would be quiet. You know, for a man who was in prison, he was very loud, wasn't he? With the written word, he was extremely loud to other groups and to members of the church and those who were not. Men were killed for their faith in, the new, in their time period, the Apostles. A book, by the name of, a, a book by the name of Fox's Book of Martyrs, you may have heard of that, talks about in part the way some apostles died because of their faith. And it is not a pretty picture. But why did they die for their faith? One, because they have a great faith, and two, because they were, they were not willing to give it up. We too must be unwilling to give it up. We thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bible Media by visiting us at BibleWayMedia.org. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find all of our podcasts and all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.